Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 432, for Saturday, October 14th, 2017. This is the BGG Top Ten Edition, a quarterly look at the top ten ranked games on Board Game Geek. The data is from October 1st of 2017. One game slips out of the top ten, going from number 10 to number 11, is Caverna, The Cave Farmers, by Uwe Rosenberg, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 7.99. That is down two points from last quarter. Caverna had a 13-quarter run, so just over three years, peaked at number three twice. It hit it in April, slid back to number four, and then went back up into number three in October of 2015, two years ago. And at that point, its peak rating was 8.08, which, to give you an idea of the the way the environment has changed since the onslaught of releases from 2016, that peak rating of 8.08, which gave it number three two years ago, today would only be good enough for number nine. Re-entering the countdown at number 10 and charting here for the ninth time is the game that dislodged Caverna, The Castles of Burgundy, by Stefan Felt, published by Alia and Ravensburger, with a rating of 8.00. That is flat for the quarter, ever had a one-point gain last quarter, the quarter it left the top 10. Two quarters back, it was number 9, and then the last time around it slipped to number 11, has now bounced back up to number 10. This is only the third time in the history of the list, going back to January of 2007, that a game has re-entered the top 10 after falling out. The other two times were a long time ago. In January of 2010, Kalis did it, and then after re-entering, stayed for 11 quarters more. On the flip side, El Grande did the same thing in July, re-entered, but then only stuck around for two more quarters. So, we'll see which way Castles of Burgundy goes. It's been very resilient so far. At number nine for the second quarter in a row, Seven Wonders Duel by Antoine Boza and Bruno Catala, published by Repos Production, with a rating of 8.02. That is also flat for the quarter. In fact, the list is quite stable this time around, after a lot of fluctuation over the last, well, last couple years, actually. Though the rating for Seven Wonders Duel is flat, that is a rounded uh, two-decimal point rating, We have access to the three-decimal-point rating. It's the one that's actually displayed on the site. And there, its rating is 8.018, which is down six points, or the equivalent of six-tenths of a point in the less precise version, which is actually the second quarter of decline. It has lost ten total points of precise rating in the last two quarters. Uh, That was after... and it's, it's It's an interesting turnaround, so it climbed... Uh, into the top 10 and now has started to ebb backwards. Uh, Something similar going on here at the number 8 game. Down one spot for the second quarter in a row 
It is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with a rating of 8.09. It is also flat in the non-precise and down four points in the more precise. Uh, returning it actually to where it was two quarters ago, it had a four-point precise rating gain last quarter. Sliding one spot to number seven, Terra Mystica by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.15. That is also flat, although, well, I'll come back to this. In the precise rating, its rating is 8.146, which is down 7 points there. But notice the gap around Scythe. Seven Wonders Duel at 802, Scythe at 809, Terra Mystica 815. So quite a lot of cushion to either side of Scythe. I would expect it to hang in that number 8 position, probably for some good time to come. The game that pushed those two down, climbing two spots to number 6, is Terraforming Mars in its second quarter in the top 10. It's by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, also with a rating of 8.15, that a 6-point gain from last quarter. In the precise, its rating is 8.147, where Terra Mystica was 8.146. Uh, the interesting thing about Terra Mystica's rating is that in the even in the precise rating, it has been extremely stable. Uh, for an entire year, it basically had exactly the same rating, 8.152, quarter, quarter, after quarter. And then last month, the quarter, it went over to 8.153. Now it suddenly dropped seven points. Why do you think that is? Well, uh, we are. it's not uncommon to see ratings bashing and... To see, to see it lose so many points right when terraforming Mars just nudges in front of it seems like that's probably the cause. Uh, terraforming Mars can expect to continue surging upwards. It will possibly even threaten the number four position by next quarter. And then I would sort of anticipate Terra Mystica's ratings to level back up to where they were. Terra Mystica, uh, the last time it was at number two, which was back in October of 2015, right before Pandemic Legacy was released, its precise rating was actually five points lower than it is now, where it is at number seven. And in case it hasn't escaped your notice, we now have two games whose initials are TM, and they both start with Terra. Terra Mystica, Terraforming Mars. It seems unnecessarily confusing, at number five for the fourth quarter in a row, it is Star Wars Rebellion by Corey Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a rating of 8.16. Uh, is essentially flat there, although still a nice seven-point bump in its precise rating as its ascent continues to slow. At number four for the second quarter in a row, it is Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with a rating of 8.17. Now, the interesting thing here is that it debuted at number 4 last quarter, and now it is still there, and its rating is flat, even in the precise, only up 3 points. 
That is extremely unusual for a game to rocket into the top 10 and then just sit there. But of course, there is an explanation for it. It's due to the unusual distribution it has received, since a lot of these ratings, most of them, came from the Kickstarter campaign, and there are no new copies out there for people to obtain. Although, that should change in the relatively near future. If it doesn't change by the next quarter, though, it's possible we could see a little shakeup here in the 4-5-6 range. Uh, the gap between Gloomhaven and Star Wars Rebellion in the precise rating has narrowed from 12 points to 8, could continue to narrow, and then there's Terraforming Mars, which could make a jump over both of them. Holding the line at number 3 for the fifth quarter in a row is Twilight Struggle by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games with a rating of 8.22. Flat in the two-digit version after the decimal point, a little small decline in the more precise, down three there, which is actually the fourth straight quarter Twilight Struggle has had a decline in its precise rating, which totals up to 13 points over the last year. Twilight Struggle is the only game in the top 10 that has been here the entire duration of the list. This is its 44th quarter on the list. The second place runner is Terra Mystica, which has had 17 quarters or over four years. Interestingly, to get the third place, you have to go all the way down to the Castles of Burgundy, just re-entering and charting for the ninth time. So a very fresh list we have here in the top 10, which is historically anomalous. At number two for the fifth quarter in a row, Through the Ages, A New Story of Civilization by Vlada Kavadal, published by Czech Games Edition with a rating of 8.32. That's a one-point gain. In fact, 15 points of precise. And as for why it would rebound, it lost a few points last quarter. Well, the app, the digital version, was released late in the last quarter, not long before October 1st, and probably had something to do with its rating resurgence. Just again, it's always interesting to see how the games sort of uh, align themselves, how they they distribute their ratings. Uh, They're through the ages, 832. There's a 10-point gap between number 2 and number 3, Twilight Struggle. Five points back to Gloomhaven, but then only two points spread games 4 through 7, Gloomhaven through Terra Mystica, before again a 6-point gap to Scythe, a 7-point gap to Seven Wonders, and then from there on down as pretty consistently packed. But all that having been said, of course, there's a 17-point gap. This is in the non-precise, of course, to the number one game. There, at number one, for the eighth time, Pandemic Legacy, by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 849. That's flat. That's the first time its rating has not increased since it appeared on the list. Even in the precise rating, 8.493, also flat. Uh, The first time it has not had any growth at all. Uh, Every quarter before that had been at least double-digit growth in the precise rating. So, has it finally peaked? I guess we'll find out. For Saturday, October 14th, 2017.